Guys. Hi. Hi. Remember, when was that, six months ago? Eight, six months? I don't know. Remember when six we were months. young, six months ago, and we did a... No, it's, it's like five months. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> Look, you don't come here for time. You don't come here to, to have a strict adherence to time. Uh, me and Bianca fell in love. We started to fall in love. Yep. And we cut it off <laughs> before it got out of hand. We were like, that's enough of these questions. I'm falling for this bitch. And, uh, but there's a second half to the New York, failing New York Times questionnaire <laughs> of how to fall in love with somebody. There are a total of 36 questions. We got through 21 the first time, which is exactly half if you're doing math. Hey. And, um, so now we're back, and I remember last time, while we didn't fall in love, exactly, at least I didn't, I know you didn't either, because uh, uh, there hasn't been a lot of screwing, <laughs> um, and you know that I love you if I, if I screw you. Um, the, uh, the, but we got to know each other. We did. I, we liked each other more. Way more. As a matter of fact. <laughs> so that's something. So let's take that energy, and let's go into part two. Of Neil and Bianca fall in love. Bring. This question, I think we should alternate. And good thing it says alternate. Yeah, good. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. You go. <laughs> I think that you're funnier than I give you credit for. <laughs> That's so good. That's worth two, really. That really is. Um, I think you are highly intelligent and very good at pattern recognition and, and intellectual. And I don't think people give you enough credit for that. Huh. Thank you. Well, intellectual is usually a bore, which they do give me credit for that. <laughs> um, uh, fuck. I didn't know I was going to go again. Um, I was noticing earlier today that you have excellent teeth. Oh, thank you. Especially with that lip, with that shade. Yeah, with forget the dark, it. the dark, the light. Forget it. Make them okay. pop. Did you write these down? Because I wrote mine down. No, I didn't write them down. Okay. Uh, I feel like you, let's see. Okay. I feel like in a very particular way, you're extremely open-minded. Uh-huh. I know what you mean. You're... Until I made my mind up and then it's shut. Well, no, it's just like if you tap into the same vain as your logic if someone can be like no but this you're really i yeah, feel like oh, you're really you fair to be like, fault, okay be like yeah. yeah and you don't sorry you don't put your ego in front of it you really will just drop it if if yeah. it plays the kind of same logic game as you i was gonna say that in a similar vein number three because it's compliment number three <laughs> that you are You're more logical than I give you credit for. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got choked. Wow, I can't even say <laughs> I got it. Choked up, guys. <laughs> can't even. You're say more it. logical than I give you credit for. You're not, and then you are. Okay, I don't know about that compliment. It's, I'm not. They're similar. They're similar. You're more rational than most women I've dated. Because I'm not. I don't think we're dating, but this is not a normal relationship. <laughs> no, it's not normal. That is a really good way to put it. And then, okay, I'm three. 
Uh, you, you, have- you're, you will, you're, being partners with me in any endeavor, your life will flash before your eyes multiple times. It is a it is a contact sport. <laughs> it is. It's not easy. I got a trail of ex partners that will attest. I know. I'm like calling up Moshe for. Oh, gee, life I wouldn't advice. even think about Moshe. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, you have an insatiable thirst for. This is a fortune cookie, or this is something. This is my compliment for you. You have an insatiable thirst for knowledge, about knowledge, love, and self improvement. Thank you. Knowledge about knowledge. You have a thirst for knowledge about knowledge. Interesting. Give me an example. <sighs> okay. Um, you w- you like knowing why people are the way they are in a lot of respects. So I'm trying to think. I like, want to all- steal their secrets. <laughs> it's, can- a, it's all under the guise of self-improvement. It's 100%. all for that reason. It's all for wanting to, you know, be better, be smarter, be come across as all these things. So I think you find a really smart person and you try to figure out. And I vampire them. <laughs> uh, um, and oddly enough, you shit on it a lot, but you really, you really are looking for love and eternal life in kind of the same amount. Yeah. You don't know if it really exists. You don't know if you ever get there, but you're never going to. Yeah, I have no idea if that's for me. Right. But I, I mean, yes, it's more uh, happiness. Happiness. But the thing when people go, are you love avoidant? No, like I'm not love. I want love. Yeah. Uh, It when people it's like when married people act like I'm sick because I'm not married. It's like, all right, you have this great thing and you think that I don't want it. Right. Because I'm sick. I'm sick. too sick to want this amazing, the best thing that can happen to a human being. I'm so sick. I got so much bile coming out of my pores right. that I, that's, that's, so that's your, expo- that's what you're telling yourself is that I don't want that. I'm, it's too much. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck, fuck, fuck him. <laughs> Finally, my final compliment for Bianca. No, you have two more. I don't got two more. Okay, fine. Um, cutting one out. Um, you're interesting to me. You say interesting things to me on a podcast. Uh, that's actually a nice compliment yeah. coming from you. You don't find everyone interesting. No, I don't find almost anyone interesting. Wow. Uh, you are uh, very generous. Mm. Very, very, very generous. You're the poor man's uh, Mackenzie Bezos. That's right. I only have 70 million. <laughs> Where she has 70 billion. If I had 70 million, I, I don't even understand... How much would you give to work? I forgot to talk to, to to mention this when Rock was on. What? Because it's such a testament to how crazy he is and how functional it is. He didn't know how much money he had Ugh, until he got s- divorced. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. He had. He literally never asked. 
how much money he had until weird. he got divorced. And I was like, what, dude? And he goes, Neil, what good does it do me to think of myself as rich? Mm. Now, we both know the answer to that is, well, you could maybe enjoy your life more. <laughs> but that's not what he's here for. <laughs> he's here to fucking to think he's under attack and then strike back with a good bit. Yeah. Uh, so, but it, not like he had, I don't know how much money he had, but actually I do, but I'm not going to tell you. Um, but he, but after a certain point, it's like, what are you doing this for? Mm. I don't, I, I just, I, now having said that, I'm only generous if I've recently received money. Like I, there are points where, if I get like a profit statement mm. or whatever, whatever, uh, and I'll see like, oh, then I'm that weak. I'm like fucking yeah, <laughs> licking my finger a lot. <sighs> and then two weeks later, I'm like, I can't. I don't think we're gonna <laughs> shop. <laughs> You've really been hitting the Amazon hard. Um, so thank you for noticing my generosity. Yes. Uh, just mention it at my funeral when people do. are shitting on me. And talking about how cold and mean I was. I wonder what Will's going to say. <laughs> no comment. Um, well, Will is a fan of my directorial movie, The Goods. I just found out. So yeah? Pretty big deal. Saw it in the theaters. Thanks, Will. Got me nothing because I didn't have points <laughs> on it. Doesn't make a difference if you go see it. Num- n- next question. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? Yours is well, they well, listen to the first there, part. Yeah, if you listen to the first falling in love episode, I read through my mother's rules, which made your mother cry and made <laughs> Jimmy Carr tear up. So yeah, so sad. Um a stoic Brit no. was was brought to heal. Stoic. Uh he pulled over on the side of the of the tram i can't remember what they call it over there uh the motorway the tube. Um, so sometimes i think i overstate the how i grew up like i'll have sometimes i'll have memories and i'll be like well that's fucking like we had a pool you wouldn't yeah. think you know what i mean like you wouldn't think we had a pool i never used it because i would just go to work because it i didn't wasn't worth it <laughs> just wasn't worth like i'm not i didn't get my dry i didn't get my i didn't i moved to philly in eighth grade so i was only there for five years Mm. so like i didn't get a license because i just didn't want to fuck with my dad's car i like wouldn't use though it was just like fuck all this shit um close and warm (laughs) different the category is close and warm not that close but a little warm. Certain people I'm warm with. Not those sandwiches. Listen, I can't right. get over, yeah. can't get over that to me feels like coldness. It is though, coldness. Well, they were cold technically, yeah. but the act of that whole rule board yeah. that feels so cold. Yes. Yes. It's it it was like a like a group home. Mm. For but the same family. <laughs> But then I think I, it's like, am I being a dick by saying, am I being um, 
self-pitying by saying like it's like a group i'm like no people i, I don't think me and tiffany haddish's upbringing was right similar. no you know what okay. i mean like yeah. that's real pain and squalor and i don't know squalor but real pain and 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 like no, almost no she didn't have a pool and the, nothing positive right um do you ever hear around the champs it was like the best it I was like I, her, i'm sure it I was really like a it coming out party for her and it was all anguish yeah it was just all like bad like abuse and how do you interview when someone's saying such like just fucked up stories how do you guys well people thought i was being too funny with rock when people on our episode really yeah because i was laughing at how awful some of the shit he was saying was yeah but i'm laughing at him for not admitting it was awful for f- 50 years <laughs> until i was like it seems awful and him going like what <laughs> um so yeah i don't uh, i think with, with you if someone knows that you've been through similarly bad shit or you you can ask the questions it's not and you know how to ask it meaning you know what you take it from their point of view hmm. and like, that must've been awful instead of like, mm, tell us right without being uh, like a anguished tourist about it. Um, and I happier than most people. No, no, but there are plenty of people with significantly less happy childhoods. Okay. So millions uh, and millions and millions. I mean, yeah, you know, it's hard. It's hard. Again, you can't compare this is a rock argument we used to have where he'd be like, you have a rich kid and all that shit. I was like, you know, so compare growing up in Brooklyn to Africa. You had it great. Yeah, there's always... It's like, something. and then Africans go, but what country? Like, there's just, you can get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So, um, uh, I had a split parent uh, home or growing up situation. So, both very close. Just you were cl- both close with both of them. Close, yeah, and the the dynamic is close. There's no room to really be distant. You know, were your mom and dad still close? Hell no, <laughs> hell no. Do we know what happened? Uh, they haven't really agreed. I've never really gotten the full story, but um, a lot of miscommunication. A lot of some weird some bad choices in retrospect some bad from both of them i think so i think people are being petty and hurt feelings and people went to their respective corners and then mm-hmm. life did some moves dumb on. shit yeah, yeah, yeah. but so always close and relatively warm my dad's less warm sometimes just really stern stoic immigrant middle eastern guy yeah. you know persian guy uh but had a lot more money. So, you know, it's like I went skiing uh-huh. every weekend. We were with him in the winter. Like, that's very nice. You know, yes. I'm not going to go. I, there's not that many black people on the slopes. Right. That must so, be very painful. Tell us about that. That was not, that was, I, you know, me and my uh, brother made it work. How do I ask about pain? <laughs> this is how. Talk to us. And <laughs> talk. <laughs> Tell people what it was like to ski. Skiing while black. First of all. Anyways, and then my mom's, you know, definitely not like that, but still found 
you have fun when you're a kid. You'll figure it out. I don't need you don't Did need your dad. Okay, if you were in a divorce situation, uh-huh. do you think it behooves the richer person? I mean, I guess you're 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 constantly jockeying. I was going to say, do you think it it it's it's not good for the kid to go from not from rich wealth to poverty? No, but me like I one get weekend, it. like it, like I should the it, richer person be like fucking to give like let's smooth the diff. It's called smoothing. Well, now they do that where it's like, oh, the kid should not feel a difference in lifestyle. Yeah. So that's when a lot of it's a horrible trauma, a difference in lifestyle. <laughs> uh, that's when a lot of that's a lot of settlements of that. That's a lot of settlements that are huge. Yes, is it's because about 90, well, ninety grand a month for for events. Right, so I will say my therapist thinks that my uh, OCD comes from that stress as a kid being in like every week being in a completely different environment and household. Mm. I don't know. I think, you know, yeah. sometimes therapy feels like a crystal ball. I've started referring to therapy as a place I go and recite my problems. <laughs> just I now I'll do a recital of my issues and nothing. I'll just do that for years. No, my therapist is like gives some I don't know if he he gives me some advice. I don't know if they're supposed to give advice. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, not advice, but yeah. just he will it I get a lot from therapy. He's great. He doesn't just I have friends that are like, "How did that make you feel? Tell me about that." Yeah. Did you like that? What what was that like? A lot of that shit. No, mine is very a little more aggressive. Yeah, I like it. Whatever. But I, he does. He made, and I won't go into it because it's kind of a long thing. But he made a really good argument that he f- thinks at such a young age, going into uh, when I tell you one eighty opposite households every week for like from five to from four or five to like seventeen, it's just really formative. Yeah. So same school though. What do you mean same school? You. Oh yeah, we didn't. Yeah, yeah. No, you have near each other. Uh, yeah, relative, not near, but same city. Not near. Yeah, like (laughs) your dad was nowhere, wanted nothing to do with where your mother was living. Uh, It wasn't that. Lock the doors, kids. We're going to pick up Bianca. (laughs) Um, this is a very funny one. I actually, I didn't even see this one. This but, is right up your alley. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, she's a feeler. So I feel great. Um, it's a little complicated. I love my mom very much. Uh-huh. She's. But she should have been richer. No. You got to deduct points right there. I mean, no. right there. Right there. No, no. She, uh, I just, um, our relationship is really complicated. It's just a really complicated relationship. Like we get along and we also really want to get along but i think she like uh, i over worry about her and she i think she feels like i'm very controlling to her in particular so i think she feels like i don't let her you don't let her smoke dubs <laughs> no she Be smokes cool. dubs but she i think she, i she feels like i parent her interesting and i feel like she needs, she needs a parent. A little bit of a parent. <laughs> That's so funny. It's, it's interesting. Because uh, usually when that happens, 
it's because the parent asks kind of asks for it. So she asks she for it. Oh, but she you asks were, right. So it. it's your interpretation <laughs> of what asking for it is. Uh, I really try to not. I try very hard to not, but it's just like there's times I'm just like what are we doing? And I it's a weird switch that happens sometimes. I think it always ends up happening. You go from, you know, being parented to parenting. Like if they're really old, it's like, no, mom, ain't your thing, you know, whatever. But I don't know. It's, it was not that old. So I think she finds it uh, a little overbearing. Trying to be careful here. Yeah, I got it. That's Um, funny. That's, I wouldn't, the only people I know with that problem, the parents are real fuck ups. Meaning drug addicts, <laughs> drunks, like real, and it becomes no, part not, of the dynamic. I don't think she is. No, I, she's not a drug. That's what I'm saying. Drunk. It's it's. In, I rarely heard it f- about from two ostensibly healthy people. Yeah, yeah. But I also I don't doubt that it happens. I just yeah. I just you know. Well, I'm not gonna put my mom on blast. Yeah, I got you. No, I got but uh, yeah, I it it. There is a reason why I do it, you know, uh-huh. and she has reasons why she thinks it's yeah. probably a little bit obnoxious. So it's, yeah, it is what it is. Wait, well, what, what, are you about, gonna do? what about Therese? You know, Bianca, <laughs> uh, it is, you know, the, the, I always say my mom, the thing about I did my best and all that stuff. I think there it like she did. She was in, she's married to an alcoholic, abusive alcoholic. Yeah. So her, her options were limited in terms of behavior. So that's fine. The, it's, how responsible can I, how, how responsible can I hold someone whose mom died when she was three and was carted off to separated from her sisters and dad? It's like, what do you, so how, how stern can I be? Yeah. Like, even the, the amount of kids she had was like, she wanted to, she never wanted to be alone again. Okay. I can't argue with that. I, I know as a person, as an adult in 2020, that's kind of faulty logic, but, but, uh, what I used to, I, I try, it wasn't, it was like a half thought, but. So you go back to her, then you go back to her mom, and then the people before that. And these people are illiterate, living off the land. They're like cave people. And it's not that long. It's like three generations. And you're into like illiterate, probably violent men, uh, no school, kids working, it's like, why? What do I expect? Like, how much can I expect as a person to? I need you to be. This is not gonna. This is not gonna be. Uh, there's not gonna be like this great exchange and understanding. The problem comes when you go. All right. Well, what does that make me? Meaning, what am I composed of now? And what do I do about that? No kids. <laughs> That's why. No kids. I mean, that. but honestly, I feel like, well, what am I? 
if I admit the, if I focus on the worst parts of myself, or maybe I get like a horrible emotional diagnosis, not okay. you have, but just like you are love avoidant, you are uh, dismissive, you're, you put, and then it's like, well, I get why. Now what do I do? Like narcissism is a disease that the, the, the uh, patient is happy to have and never recovers from. Yeah. Never. Re- so that's not, I don't, I, if, if I'm mar- narcissistic, I think it's in the mild, on the mild end. It's very hard to overcome shit like that. It's very hard to overcome like an emotional set. Like this is how you're set. Mm. We say like heavy set for 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 bad people. He's heavy set as if there was no, they were just set that way. He had to be 400 pounds. Um, okay. <laughs> that was the setting he was on. So if I'm my emotional set, that's where all the pursuit of this shit comes from is Knowing where I'm, what the setting is, and just trying to fucking nudge it mm. off of it, and to varying degrees of success. In some parts of it, I nudged it probably twenty five percent. Some parts it's like three. <laughs> I'm not trying less. Do you know what I mean? Right, like right. I don't. It's like if you were gonna build yourself over, I'd keep obviously my work ethic and my sense of humor right and my aesthetics but the rest of it my emotional approach is like oh i have no attachment to that (laughs) yeah i but that's the thing like people my mom's (gasps) generation feel like attached to their like well that's how i've done it it's my it's like it's tradition everybody like we've met here every year it's just a dumb superstition or tradition that i've never had Ever. Like, I started going to therapy when I was like 23. I was like, I'm not fucking married to this shit at all. Yeah. But the problem was, in some ways, you are. Yeah, in some ways, you are. You are the... It's really hard. It's just kind of getting self-aware and nudging. Self-aware and nudging. It's really hard to be like, I'm a new Neil. Whenever someone says, I've changed, like... "Mm, No. It's just like when people are like... At the store, like, no, we're good tippers. We'll take care of you. Yeah. Mm. No. No, you wouldn't mention it. <laughs> you wouldn't mention it. Good tippers don't mention it. They just do it. It's true. Um, so, so that's how I feel about my mother. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number 25. 
Make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling. Blank. Blank. Um, I will say we're both in this room feeling connected. Okay. I, do we alternate? Yeah, we'll alternate. Uh, we both. So it said, for instance, so I'm not using the both in our room. No, you got to. <laughs> we both enjoy the world of comedy and have unique insights. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm going back to the room. We're in this room. Mm. <laughs> we are both in this. Oh, we statements. We uh, enjoy, I would say, enjoy doing the podcast, even though it can be a pain and we can have flare ups, argument, argumentative flare ups. We get some flare ups that we've gotten better at um, getting through just and getting past. past and just letting it live in the past. Um, we. Both pay attention to slash hate the same kind of cringe behavior. Great. Although I do not like the word cringe. Uh, well, it, there's no better one. We disagree. Like, what's the better one? Um, embarrassing. Embarrassing, yeah. But the problem with cringe is like, it's that like... But it's not I necessarily, find cringe makes me cringe. Cringe makes me cringe too, but sometimes something's not embarrassing. It's just cringy. Like a, a word someone keeps using. It's not necessarily really embarrassing. No, thing but, or, but if you if you're if you're a big enough snob, it is. Right, but then somebody else. It's just like, God, can you stop? Like, just stop. It's not necessarily embarrassing. I feel like cringe is cringe too. Is personally and embarrassing is. No one I hear wants. You. I don't but know. I don't. That's, but I I would argue that we can just use it for both. Yeah, sure. yeah. I I would yeah I would argue. I that just everything makes me cringe. It's like everything makes you cringe. It's yeah. Cringe. It's like when people go, you're basic. It's all fucking basic. Most of most of everyone's behavior is basic. Um, and thirdfully, I was going to say that I like, I, I hope people do these themselves. Because like that thing I just said about... Um, Starting my relate my starting building rebuilding myself. I've never thought before. Mm, I've literally never thought that before, and I'm like, that's a good, that's a worthwhile thought. Yeah. So I I hope that we both feel like this is valuable. Yes. Okay. And I said we both enjoy documentaries. We do. We do. So. By the way, there's one that I should have talked about last week, which is um, Dick Johnson is dead. It's a uh, it's. Okay. You never know when it's going to happen. <laughs> um, Dick Johnson's dead. It's on Hulu, I believe. What or is no, it it's about? on Netflix. It's a, a this woman filmmaker uh, DP made. Uh, it's kind of defies explanation, but her father's dying. Oh yes, okay. And Netflix. It's yeah. It's just really. It's an abstract documentary. Cool. That I do love that. I don't even know what the premise is exactly. If that makes sense. There no, are I, there are scenes where I'm like, I don't know why this scene is in the movie, but I'm glad it's in the movie. There's I've seen a few. They're my more like art housey yeah. talks. Did you ever see my Winnipeg? No. It's like that. It's, but I did see the American ruling class. Um which uh probably similar i can't it just defies 
Yeah, it's hard it's like, to... I don't even know how to describe it. But there's like monologue. It's just crazy. It's yeah. great. It's abstract and like, yeah. But the Dick Johnson's Dead is fucking super cool. And very sweet. The guy's just a very sweet man. Um, it's also nice to see parents and children love each other. It, even when they don't have anything in common. Yeah. They just don't have a ton in common, but they do love each other and it's not strained at all. That's beautiful. Um, complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. That's a good one. My humor with. And I mean it like, not like I wish I have had that, but that's important to me that you guys, that you can be funny together. Do you find that you often don't have that? No. Or that's the downside of being single? No, it's just, I think that is a criteria. Um, I don't even, I mean, I see that as in a relationship, but at the same time, if you said this in a relationship, it would go badly. What? I wish I could share, I wish I had someone with whom I could share. Like my, just your, your type of humor. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's weird. Why mm-hmm. is that weird? Because we were dating, it would be a problem. If you were like, I wish I had someone oh, be like, well, No, but that's the problem with this. The question is like, I wish I had. It's like. Right. Oh, uh, well, but I think this is a. I forget that it's I'm going to answer, but I'm going to answer it and see if you can re-answer. It's not about what, what's important. This to me is like, I wish I had someone with whom I could share a thing I can't share with other people. Oh, okay. Like my porn preferences. There you go. That wasn't my answer, but I'm just, it's it's like something. (laughs) Too late, bitch. It's your answer. (laughs) There's something that you generally don't share, not necessarily yes. what you want. And it doesn't have to be like a secret. It's just a thing that that um, you, it's a rare, like there are people that I've met, uh, Blake, first time I met, the first time me and Blake met and texted, I actually said, you can't make kind of these kinds of jokes like this around NBA players, can you? And he was like, I can't. <laughs> and it's very exciting. Meaning he's very, yeah. he's funny. He's like funny for his, for who he is. He's very funny. So it's fun to be with somebody that's like as funny or funny. Right. You're not so the funny guy. Yeah. Like you're, yes. Yeah, like somebody will hit the ball back and then yeah, I hit the ball. Yeah, you can Love it. Um, the, what I would like to share, mm, guys. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, it's a it's it's science fiction, but I wish I could just down like just download from a from a plug or a disc or a drive thumb drive, whatever kind of drive whatever however okay. you want to get it off me floppy <laughs> all of my experiences and feelings and logic meaning so that someone doesn't okay so it's just like I there's no that question. would help you out a lot yeah it would help me immeasurably because I I. Because I seem weird and I'm like, I'm telling you, this is a true thing that happened and this is a true way to feel and um, I feel like misunderstood, not in a way that's, I just, I just have had weird experiences like 10 kids, like just shit like yeah. that. That's just not common. Yeah. Um. 
that I wish people could like, and then I would feel, I guess, less judged inherently, even though people aren't judging me. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I would feel less judged. Floppy. 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 Floppy, by the way, is the big is the biggest play in the NBA. What the hell is that? Underhand? It's a floppy. It's like a set. It's an NBA set. It's like the main set. NBA set. Like the main play, like what they do. Basically, every NBA team runs some version of floppy. At its core, a floppy action is one where the ball is at the top, a shooter gets on, under the basket, and two screens are set on each side of the lane. The shooter can choose to choose the left screen Which or the one? right. Oh, everything's floppy. It's the whole league is floppy. It's just <laughs> floppy. <laughs> except for the triangle. Okay, how often is the triangle played? Well, not not anymore. It. I don't think anyone does the triangle. What about the flying V? Flying V, never, no one's heard of. Okay. Uh, you didn't answer the question. Oh, well, on the fly, I guess. Uh, I see a lot of, I've seen so much very subtle, hilarious shit. I mean, I've traveled so many places. Uh-huh. And I think I'm good at explaining a story and telling a story, but. I would love, there's just things you cannot explain. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. I would love the ability to kind of taking your floppy thing, be able to just share, just revel with me. How yes. fucking funny this is. Some things lose their je ne sais quoi when you explain uh-huh. them and they're not funny. So it would be version of humor, funny scenes that I see in my life. Great. Fantastic. Comedy's a big one for her, guys. She works at a comedy club. <laughs> she does a comedy podcast. <laughs> With the comedy. Um, if you were going to become a close friend with your partner, please share what would be important for him or her to know. That's a weird question. I know. If you were to become a close friend with your partner, please share. Close friend. What would be important? Oh, um, just like this is for people you- that are not in love and this can help you fall in love. So let's assume that these are... Two strangers. Okay, strangers, go. Uh, I would want him or her to know that if I'm being annoying, (laughs) it's for, I believe, a decent reason. Meaning, like, I'll find myself sometimes, like, with someone I don't know very well, talking a lot. Mm. And I'll be, but I'm talking a lot. Because I'm afraid they're not going to talk and it's going to be, we're both going to be bombing. Don't be afraid of the silence. Early on, I'm very afraid of the silence and everyone is and should be. Oh, whatever. Because I know, but I don't, it just, then it, it just, it, that's an example. I get I mean, why. as it a just... guy, I think as a guy, you kind of got to MC a little bit. Mm. You kind of got to like keep it moving and hey, okay. hey, hey, and, 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 oh, and, look what and, we got. Yeah. Um, um, women didn't invent magic tricks. I had that thought this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy's invention. Yeah, we did. We fucking gave birth. That's pretty, pretty magical. No, don't seem nice. Oh. Um, <laughs> so if I'm being, I, not, I, I'm not nothing, but if I'm doing something, it's not against you. It's not nefarious. It's not, it's just cause like, I this is I, there's a reason there's a reason it's the same issue from before it's like it's not what you think 
you're miss here. Here's all the experiences. I can tell you my logic of this and don't and and feel and I want them to accept it. Mm. And but I don't I feel the relationships I've had. I feel like they think I'm doing things. They take everything personally. Mm. Like, I mean, my friend Molly one time said that women are narcissists and take everything personally, um, which I think is kind of true. Um, like that she inspired the joke about when you don't pull a chair out for a woman and the girl's like, you're not ready to be a father. <laughs> like, how did you? No, yours was get a bag of chips didn't offer me. Anything. No, that's a different part of the same but that's exactly right like i don't it's not i'm not a fucking automatic piece of shit there's a reason why i didn't if i don't put the seat down it's not because i'm trying to dunk you in the toilet Mm. it's because some other it's it i may have been doing something positive by leaving the seat uh maybe because i peed on it well, why'd you no, put no, it up no, in the no, first I'm saying place? If I put it up, I, like, I, it's not because I'm a <laughs> fucking asshole. That's my point. Is like, it's not because well, you're not thinking of me. Yeah, I'm sorry. When I take a leak, I'm not thinking of you. I'm sorry. But I don't think that makes me an automatically a bad person. And I think that that's the thing that I, as a guy, I, as a guy, I, as a guy, I, as a guy, I, die yeah. by I, the power I, of the men. Um, the men. That I deal with that it's nothing personal nothing is personal other than when it is which is you'll it's you'll know yes you'll i'll let you know this is personal (laughs) so um i feel like okay sorry i feel like i would say i'm a very supportive friend and i can be a bit loquacious can be a little talkative um when my like add kicks in and i'm not moody not very moody just chill let me see we're gonna ask the judge if that's if that's true moody you used to be moodier you are difficult <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not I know, and you i'm just got... not that moody but uh, in general but i'm gonna be straight up with you neil i love you it was, there was an adjustment period I needed to go through. There were some times where I just, you're the, one of the only people that I've experienced where I'll give a compliment to you and get an insult back. I've never experienced Magic that kind tricks. of magical. So there are just things that kind of threw me off in terms of your communication style. That was like you know my style one compliment and one insult out. I have to keep the balance. Yeah, yeah life felt. I have to life force. There's only guy. room for. Um, enough, I only have so many slots. A compliment goes in, and it's all that to go. And out. it happened enough to where I was just. Like, I don't. Know I can't take this. I personal. can't think of it's, a situation though. I totally I, believe you. I so many. I have yeah, so many. I completely. To where I'm just like okay, okay. Um, uh, there was just adjustments that I needed to go through and. I'm not making excuses. I just am. I swear to God, I'm not moody. I'm just not. Fine. I, I know I'm not. And you're fantastic. And you've challenged me on how to communicate with you better and to keep 
my cool when you're pissing me off. Great. Cool. Love you. I'm in love. No empathy. <laughs> you will receive no empathy from me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I feel like we just did this, but tell your partner yeah. what you like about them. Be very honest this time. <laughs> Saying things you might not try to say to someone you I just met. I said so much at the last one. I know. I have Let's like one it. or two. Or, um, well, might have wanted this one. Seem like I can fuck? Go ahead. No. You have nice arms. Thank you. Give Thank me you a physical much. one. Give me a physical boobs. one. Oh. Nice boobs. 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 Next, next question. <laughs> um... Share with your partner an embarrassing moment of your life. Okay, whoa. So I was actually, I've had so many embarrassing moments. Mm-hmm. I So many funny kinds that could be in the back of like a Seventeen magazine where they'd be like, embarrassed. I don't know, you probably didn't read Seventeen, but they no, would I always didn't. have a, whatever. And you know. I dated a lot of really young girls. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and... I could not think of one because, of course, they asked the question. And I'm like, fuck, what are my hilarious, embarrassing stories? I always tell at parties. And I blanked. So this isn't the best one. But it embarrassed me very deeply. Um, it was a bum. Sorry, hobo. Sorry. <laughs> no. Ho- homeless. No. There you go. Ho- no. H- houseless. Houseless, yes. That's what we're saying now. Yes. Uh, there was a houseless person. Home free. <laughs> Not homeward bound. Um, so there was a houseless person asking for change. Some anything can help. So nice. Pulled at my heartstrings. I walked by. I said, you know, here you go. And, you know, I gave him my leftovers. So I'm like, do you want my leftovers? I'm like, yeah. Money, leftovers. Thank you so much. Walked away. And then, and there's a lot of people around. And he just yells, your pussy smells, bitch. And I was like, I wanted to die. My pussy smells. And was he on the ground? Yeah. All right. How did you know? Because he didn't get away. Now he's got a case. Yeah, that's the problem. And that's when I had to stop myself from saying, no, it doesn't, you know, like defending myself against this guy. But it was, just when someone yells your pussy smells, it's just, there's, it's like a hard thing to defend because it's rude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. do you enter, do you go into a conversation? Yeah, you about, can't be like, all right, I'm going to address <laughs> this crazy person. But they embarrass me so deeply. Do you think he was talking about you? I think, he, think was, he was, uh, I think he was a looney tune, schizophrenic looney tune. Like, thank you. Your pussy smells. Like, I, yeah. it was, there was no rhyme or it reason, but Tourette's. it hurt my feelings. Yeah. And I wanted to go back and take my feedback. <laughs> that's uh, my burrito. That's my wet burrito, okay? Um, but yeah, so. Speaking of wet burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Your pussy maybe, that, maybe that's what, maybe maybe that's that's, what got him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> vaginas. We got a lot of euphemisms for them, guys. <laughs> Embarrassing moment. That doesn't star Jerry O'Connell. Oh, that, yeah. Not uh, that embarrassing. Not that I mean, you could almost go by era. Okay, do a do a do a known Neil. Known Neil. We know you, kind of. People know you. Um, that's more funny. This is a the, the thing that made me think of the homeless thing. Uh, I was Keith had to go 
to the bathroom like at four in the morning, which he never does. And I uh, was walking him and there was like a homeless guy under like right by my house to the like. But a place they never usually are. And it scared the shit out of me. Like fucking I was not expecting it like a ghoul. And uh, and so we go down to where Keith goes and then and then we're and then I'm like, I got to We got to run back. Cause I just don't, I can't fuck with this homeless guy. So you ran. So we're running basically past the homeless guy. And cause who knows what he would, he might've eaten me. I mean, like, I don't know what I'm even afraid of. Right. But, and I trip <laughs> basically in front of the homeless guy. And the funny thing was, it was like a movie because I kept my eyes open. So it was like a POV shot that like tilted like homeless guy. Now I'm like I turned the phone with and kept my eyes open the whole time. And it was so and he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And it was like then he had to apologize. No. And I had to play it off. What would you just, say? What'd you I do? was like, I, uh, I, I got to go. Oh, you didn't um, say like, don't feel bad. No, I he didn't. No, I tripped because of him. He didn't know I was oh. running because he didn't know any of this. Um, but the fact that I kept my eyes open fucking made me laugh That's really so hard. Funny. Um, and then what's an embarrassing that most of them are just about like thinking I was going to get a compliment and it ends up being like a trap <laughs> where I'm thinking like, oh, this is good. And then it's like, and then Dave Chappelle was there. I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, God okay. Is. Like, I thought it was going to be about me being cool. And it turns out, but little off, but, but it happens. It happens so much sometimes that it's like funny. You're like, not offended. Oh, no, I'm offended. Uh, no, it's just, it's, uh, you can't get offended. It's just like bad luck. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just like a bad. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Like, what? What? What can I do? It's like if I think, ah, uh, and then it's like here he is, and then I'm ready, <laughs> and then Dave steps out. It's just like I'm not. I can't get mad at the audience. It's yeah. just one of the. Even right now, it's a little embarrassing. You're like, yeah. What are you gonna do? <laughs> like what I. But and that's the thing is I don't get. It's just like, eh, what are you gonna? Uh, there's just nothing I can do about it. It's just like that. It's a funny position to be in. It's uh, it's objectively a funny position to be in. That's why I don't I don't wave to people in sunglasses. Like if someone in sunglasses are waving, I don't wave. That was more of an issue on co- oh, in you didn't college know that they weren't waving at you. Yeah, and it happened once yeah. or twice, and I was just no, I'm never gonna put myself in this. Yeah, I'd rather them be confused than me yeah. be confused. But it's more like on college. College was campus. Yeah, but it just feels very presumptuous and embarrassing, and not good. Yeah, but I feel like yours probably is worse. <laughs> it's not it's just one of those things like it, where rock will be like stop bringing it up i'm like i don't bring it up mm. that's the thing that i can never explain to him or dave it's like i you guys understand if you're not there i'm the guy that people record you know what i mean like so they think i'm like hey everybody you know and it's like yeah no i don't if you're not 
So if people point and go, hey, what's Dave Chappelle like? It's just a little, it's yeah. fun. It's a fun, I, it's objectively funny. By the way, you know who would, no one finds it funnier than? Dave Chappelle. Because it flatters him and it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but there's just like, yeah, what are you going to, it's like, well, that's what happened. That if people know me, it's from that thing and then three mics. So what am I going to? So that's what embarrassed. That's my how I define embarrassment. <laughs> when did you last cry in front of another person by yourself? Go. Last time in front of other people was ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. And by myself was during the George Floydy era okay i think at one point it just got to be too much for 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 a person with testes and white white skin (laughs) no just i'm not i wasn't crying for me it was just sad it was just like sad and i also am very touched by groups of people doing something like i can't it's it's just touching like there's something so immutably human and beautiful about it like they're uh, the collective is amazing um but if you go too far you're china (laughs) (laughs) uh let me see what i think i was watching the news with somebody i cry at the news you do yeah like like the like a lead story like (laughs) yeah if it's sad yeah if they interview the people and they're all just beside themselves yeah so sad to me i don't like it what's great is i just see them as characters on tv (laughs) characters in a story that's not real you do because we were watching something and the news came on and i don't know you just called back like the title of one of the news segments for so long I was like, okay. Well, well that's I'm making fun of the production he people. Died. I'm making fun of the No, I know, no, I know. But there is you find other things funny. You can find something else. You can find the the silver lining in the news. Um by myself, ugh, it's really sad. My friend, you know, I there's people you just know, and this was on Facebook, but um just anyways, you know how I just know I don't know if you do this, but you follow along with someone's life that they have no idea you're deeply invested. Like a mutual a friend of a friend? Friend of a friend or a person that you like don't even keep contact with. And, but you pursue knowledge about them or it just happens to come to no, you? No, you pursue. Like in a hateful way? No, in just uh, something about this is interesting to me. Uh, like a, a particular scenario of their life? This will be my last question because this is infuriating <laughs> like, what I'm doing. Uh, no, just following along with their life. Something about it intrigues you enough that, like, if you just were like, Chaz Bono, I need to know what she's doing. Oh. He, sorry. Or, uh, you know, you go down a rabbit hole with somebody from college. I don't know. I know what you mean. You but know you what's funny? That. There is a guy that I went to college with who... Uh, is a doctor in Houston. And I did a sh- show in Houston. I dropped out after a year. Anyhow, long story short, he's in a Peruvian ayahuasca retreat video. Wow, really? And this is one of these things like we were never that close. Did you reach out to him? No, because I don't know how to get in touch with uh, him. Yeah. But it was like, 
is that that guy? Because yeah. I didn't see him for 20 years and then saw him again and then didn't saw him once in 2012 or something. And then and I was like, are you the guy who was vegan? And he's like, yeah, he was like vegan <laughs> Before at college. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he kept a food journal. That's weird. That was because I, I had a fucking really funny joke, which is uh, his food journal was like, me eat two eggs, <laughs> me get big. It's in college. It's fucking good. It was, it was 18. Um, so I was like, you're the me two eggs guy? He's like, yes. Um, and and then he's in an ayahuasca. It's, just, it's a guy that like, so we should be you friends. you basically are following his yes, footsteps. Yes, we should be friends. And just it's just not happening. Well... Uh, there's a girl that I knew, haven't talked to in a gazillion years, and um, it's so sad. Her son, who's four, had cancer, and she would just post updates. Usually I avoid that shit like the plague, mm. but uh, this one got but me. But yeah, because they're going to get you for money. Go ahead. <laughs> no. And I just was following along on his journey, and it was so sad. And Having was... no idea how it might end. I mean, there was like, it yeah. was looking good. Yeah. And um, and then when she announced that he died, he was four, he was five when he died. It was so sad. Yeah. It was, obviously that's very sad. Uh, it was just, I found it weird that I was crying like I knew them and they were my family and yeah. I knew him and I cried forever. And even if I like explain the story, I'll cry. I'm like, uh, and you know what I did, which was really weird. He went on, you know, those helpful Honda guys, I like, sure. I like wrote like mm, this woman, her son died of cancer. Cause she still, after he passed, she had so many, so much of his medical bills to pay still yeah, for years, I think. And I just felt bad. Like, That's paying. great. Something to remember him by. You know what I mean? It's like when they send like victims to like clean up yeah. bill. Yeah. So... I just was. I just felt so bad. She had to keep paying his medical bills after he died. Did the uh, Honda guys help? They never responded. <laughs> Not very helpful. Yeah, unhelpful. But uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's just it's just so sad. So, so, uh, so sad. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um. Another fucking tell what? Tell your partner something you like about them already. Like why? Why? Do I, we, it, why do you want us to keep getting, doing that? Come on, come on, guys. You may guys, guys, you may. I, I'll say that I like how you don't, I don't know if it's intentional, but that you do not fit a mold of any kind Aww, uh, in terms of how you nice. live your life. Yeah. Meaning you don't, you're not really pressed to like, I need to find a husband. No. Or I need to, I, you don't really need to do anything. Yeah. Which is, which is, uh, rare, I think, for a fertile woman. I just feel like it'll happen if it's going to happen. And me stressing about it is not going to help. It's funny because I went, I forgot which one we did and didn't do. Yeah. So I went all the way back. I just did most of set two and three Mm -hmm. questions. And the one, it says, what role What roles do love and affection play in your life? And I thought about it. I'm like, love is never my focus. Yeah. It's never, ever been my focus to like, 
get a guy, get a boyfriend, get a yeah. partner, grow, build. Da, da, da. Yeah. Maybe that's not good. But, but I don't. Not. But if it's not your mo, that's you can't make it your mo. You can't. I can't. Like brain, <laughs> we gotta like that. You can't make no, yourself no. be. That's the thing that I want to say to people that are judgmental about any choice someone makes right yeah. i mean unless it's drug unless it's like weakness. yeah overly like destructive yeah. um but even that is you can't really force yourself to do something you don't want to do. you can't you can't do it for long i don't it's not that i don't want to do it i just think i think if i focus on it it's a not gonna happen and b not gonna be what i want but I'll, the uh, doing it in a premeditated way is that's where it's like I'm that's gonna what find I'm love like, this year. Mm. How, what this year? What are you even talking about? Like how do you how do you decide in this calendar year? You sound like a crazy person. Yeah, you sound like a reality show person, a game reality game show husband show. A lot of people are though very much. Uh, well, that's that's you're asking girls, to get divorced. A lot of girls. Yeah, you just. I have friends that I'm just like I can't I can't focus on it because. It's if you focus on it, it's depressed. There's only one time in my life I've ever been like, I need a boyfriend. And it's because the guy the just prom. <laughs> yeah, right. I went with a girl to prom. Um, so we See? so I didn't have to be committed to one guy. I got it. Hello. I, look, we all got you, it. Okay. Uh well, I just <laughs> no, my mom thought I was no, just I like, know. are you? I actually me? didn't get it at all. Uh, um so uh wait, you Boy. Well, you were pressed to find a guy. Have oh, a oh, oh because I dated a guy who, and I'm the coolest person to date. I am never, yeah. you got to bring me here, come yeah. to my friends, think, no, man, that's you, that's me. We don't need right. to blend them unless we really got to fucking blend. You know what I mean? I'm very yeah. uh, averse to just being in a super serious relationship. And I dated somebody who had enough trauma going on that, I mean, I was doing nothing. We saw each other once a week and he wanted to do this. It wasn't like I was pressuring him. And he would always say things like, I just, I feel like this is going so fast. I'm like, we hang out once a week. No, it's not. We don't even, I don't even call you my boyfriend. Guys' excuses have no tie to reality it's so goddamn funny to me it, and so then my the problem is it would be like pursue 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 push away for a week a month like drinking my bath water push away and it was the first time i experienced that so after i'm like i it, just go like you go go won't answer the call 100 phone calls i'm sorry and this is that okay i fall back into it this is going too fast it's it's too much. I'm like, yo, dude, what do you want? So when we broke up, mind you, breakup was I just stopped answering his phone call mm-hmm. and he stopped calling after two weeks. He still thinks you're dating. Go ahead. <laughs> and he still thinks you're dating and it's going too fast. I wanted me to tell you. <laughs> but after that, I think the reverse psychology of telling me when I was doing nothing wrong, you're, you want too much from me. I, we hung out two days a week and then I took it down to one. Mm-hmm. And I, it still was weird. So um, after that, I think I got in my head. I, maybe I do want a boyfriend. Maybe I, that's what I, I just got it in my head for a, a period. And I 
guess what? I tried so hard to get a boyfriend. Didn't happen. And the guys I was trying to make it work with, we weren't that compatible. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. You can't, and le- you learned can't a lesson. Start, lesson you can't reverse engineer it. Lesson learned. I remember one guy who was like, I'm not looking for anything serious, but you're good at this. I was like, fuck, I can't get a boyfriend. That's funny. So I, I, went, I snapped out of it. I went back to normal binky, but I, it really did fuck with me for a second. Just so, regular binky. Just regular, same, regular same old, old B. Um, uh, what, wait, I didn't tell, wait, I think I didn't tell you something. Oh, mm. I didn't tell you. Go to your list. Um, I think you are, tell your partner something that you love about them already. Uh, you're so much more goofy. Yeah. It's, you're so, you're a very funny, goofy person. Mm-hmm. And you do not ever goofy on stage. Mm-mm. You have like, the basis is sometimes the point of view can be silly, but yeah. you're not goofy on stage I'll, at all. Because it doesn't. I don't get it because it's so funny. I know, but it's. You're better it's not, at being goofy than a lot of people. Of course. But <laughs> I find it. Of course. But I, I don't mean like, of course. I mean like, yes, but there's a certain thing in comedy where they won't respect you no no it's not in common it's the audience mm. it's like i don't want that from you who you don't want that in from my the case audience? the audience does not want that from me in particular when i do it i'll get like 20 percent of the crowd to laugh really which is like i can't you can't that's not that's no margin no that's not that's a good bad margin. those are terrible margins. and then there's certain people that like chris de stefano this new york comic he the way he has a podcast called History Hyenas that they release a lot of clips on him and this guy Giannis Papas and fucking oh, yeah, really yeah. funny. But Chris is so fucking funny on the podcast in a way that's almost impossible to be on stage. Yeah, like it's all this like I'll tell you what I like. He's like over cranked and <laughs> like it's anxiety Tuesdays, hon. And and you almost can't do it. And I, because I said to him, I was like, dude, you got to figure out a way to take that. That Dalia actually figured out a way to get his sillier inside podcast jokes to his onstage person. Good. He's, he is good at being said, but you know what? I would argue Dalia has a different challenge. He can get away with a lot because he's, He's like commanding of the room. Yeah. And so you on, immediately want to be down on with what his, he's yes. down with what he is. Yeah. For example, when I'll see Ian take the stage and I mean, like when I first started and Delia didn't have like yeah. this crazy, I mean, ov- always very popular, yeah. but as crazy of a, a, of a fan base and just can take the stage and command attention. Whereas yeah. let's say Ian yeah. has to earn. Yes. He has to earn the fact that it's like, Oh no, I'm, actually funny as fuck and by the end of it you'll know yes but he has such low energy yeah that so i feel like you're somewhere in the middle in the middle of like and i i know that there it's just trying to figure out what people i don't even know how people view that's the other problem is i don't even know what how people view me in terms of if they, if someone comes to see me, mm. I want to go like, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> not, what are you not yelling like, at them? No, no, no. Not what do you think <laughs> is going to happen, but like, which, what have you seen 
of me that you like. Because it's like... Neil, come on. No, no, no. I don't mean it like... Hell, no, I no, mean I it know. like... Do you or did you see me on the Daily Show, which is like a very prescribed political metaphor thing? Did you see me on the Breakfast Club? Did you see my Twain speech? Did you see three mics? But Neil, you're more consistent than you're giving yourself. Credit. I'm not. Oh, like they're like, all kind they're of the same. Kind thing. of not the same, but similar enough that if you like one, you'll like the other. Yeah, I'm with you. I yes, I guess it's like I think that people what people like about me is like fucking unique thoughts and good metaphors. Like if you had to, if I had to pick. So I don't know where silly plays into that. I can be silly in the margins. Yeah. But I can't be silly in the middle of a thing about Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? Like I, the, no. the problem is I talk about relatively heavy things. So it's like. But I think you're way silly. You're silliest the most on this podcast. Of course. But a lot of people who like you listen to this for that. You know, it's like they know yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. I feel like you can get away with it more, I guess, if it's your show than a blank canvas. A showcase audience. show. Showcase? What do you mean? Like That's a- what the store is. Oh, sh- yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Nine, 12 people. They came for two of them. Yeah. So really I don't, maybe. I do fun crowd work in person. Yeah. Like, but. That get can be silly, but I know what you mean. It's just, it's hard to know how to integrate it. Yeah, it is. It is. It's also because I feel like your silliness works in our conversations a lot. Yeah. Then just you I on your own. Say, just like, like, sound I can't say like sound. I There's no time <laughs> oh or even. God, that's, no, it's, no. It's, that's course, the thing about no. stand-up is. It is so prescribed in terms of like you have this much space and this, you know, <laughs> you have the, the people only accept a certain right type of thing or else the it's just diminishing returns. There's a HBO Max or no, it's on Netflix. I want to say it's called Jake or something where it's a girl playing a guy doing a stand up special that Polar directed, I think. Is it real or scripted? It's or? real. It's a. I mean, or a documentary. They, it's a. It's a stand-up uh, thing. Is it documentary? Um, no, no. It's a stand-up show. Um, yeah, Natalie. It's called Nate. Is what it's called. But and that's one of those things where like. It works, but it's not getting big laughs. Mm. It's like silly and abstract and like... Some of the abstract... Artsy, but it's like, I can't... No, no. It's like, it's got a black barbershop rules. (laughs) Has to work in a black barbershop. Or at least try to work in a black barbershop. Um, So... What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? That's easy. Black barbershops. <laughs> Next question. Uh, nothing. Really? I, There's nothing. Okay, okay, okay. I, that is too. I know your answer would ser- be nothing. I mean, you, people were mad about a Megan Thee Stallion joke. And then what's funny is you liked it when you heard Chris made a Megan Thee Stallion joke. No, like, I, Did didn't, hear no I didn't like the joke. <laughs> That's, I didn't like the joke necessarily. I you was, like that we both made a Megan Thee Stallion joke? No. 
Do you want to try okay. for another mm. guess three? Tell me. Um, no, I just, I laughed at the absurdity that he asked, that he said that to her. Yes. I don't, we shouldn't say what it is. No. But it was almost like, oh, wait, he really asked her that shit? But one, to her face. Yeah. She didn't like it. Yeah. You know, there we go. Right, but I'm not just saying. None of it, it was the content so, of what, it wasn't like that was so funny. It was just some things. Oh, like, I thought um, it was fucking hilarious, but. Oh no, I just, I it's every, like, it's every, like a, it's like a. Yeah. Eric Andre on the street. On the street. Yeah. It's just, it's like the absurdity of the person's reaction or like, I can't believe he said that. That's kind of funny. That wasn't like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, as so, a comedian. Well, you, nothing is funny you to can't, you. I mean, nothing's off limits. Yeah, you can't worry about because I, I, if I think about it long enough, I can figure out a funny angle. Okay, but what I, as a non-comedian, was thinking about was okay. I haven't heard many. Maybe you do, but like nine eleven jokes. I mean, it's not that funny. Um, Have you heard any good ones? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mass killings, mass shootings. Mass shootings. They're not. The, again, not it's that not that impossible. Funny, you know? No, but it's like. Uh, yeah. What's the. to yeah. be? Ed- it just feels like I'm going to be edgy. Nothing's off limits yeah. no, to me. I'm a comic. Yeah, I don't. If you. If you're. There like are a black that, church getting right. shot up is like. Of course. Not. I don't know. That just, course, but I, so what I wrote I'm mass saying killings. Is, I wrote mass killings. Mass killing a black church, absolutely. <laughs> but I, 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 I did I tell you the, the joke that my buddy made? I didn't even know him, and he told me a joke he made, a black guy made after the space shuttle blew up, mm. which is he's like, you know what this means? White people singing gospel, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. Right? Like, it's not. Uh, is it? A, it's if you're if it's abstract enough, I just don't. Yeah, I don't, it's I, don't I believe that if there's a Chris had some good school shooting jokes. Dave has a good that good evacuation joke about like, well, if you're teaching the kids how to evacuate, you know, the shooters here <laughs> like that's a fucking good. Like, right. it's not impossible. I guess is we it, have to say, who's the subject is the subject that people who are dying. It's kind of it's well, a lot harder yes. than. Of course, yes. There, but then it's like, is that a joke about that thing? It's when people go, "Don't make, don't joke about one." It's like, yeah, but if you have a good enough comedy brain, you can figure out who to make it so that everyone. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I would trust Stanhope to do it. I would trust Jesselneck or. But Dave we or, could just say maybe if you're Mason not, does. maybe maybe uh, if you're not one of like a trusted headline comedian. I wouldn't. I it, I just think there's different levels. There's different tiers to what you can joke about, and um, just that's like big leagues. It's like yeah, but those shit. guys did it before they were famous. Did what? Make jokes that you're not supposed to make. I feel like most people who aren't famous make the jokes you're not supposed to make. It doesn't they mean make are they the good? Shitty jokes you're not supposed to make. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Unfamous list made the joke well before they were famous. A good joke. Yes. That's one of the ways you get famous is you can figure out a way to be funny. Yeah. Or Jim Jeffries or like there's guys that do it or Burr or whatever. Like there are guys that can do it. But most we're, ta- we're talking about the greats when they weren't known. 
So yeah, of course but I, they Patrice kind of, did a joke about nine, a 9-11 joke, which is uh, like in November of that year, somebody got pushed in front of a train and Patrice was like, New York is back. <laughs> fucking hilarious that's yeah but that is abstract but he's not famous it's it's again it's like is that a 9-11 joke yeah yes but does someone die yep it's i think i'm trying to make like a there's just no fat hard fast rules about it yeah because you can you know steve harvey on seinfeld show said a great thing about as comics, we have the joke the day it happens. Right. Just when are you guys ready to hear it? <laughs> that's true. It's like we don't. And that's him who doesn't even like play that game. Right. Like, but we have the joke. <laughs> Our brain already came up with a right. joke. It's just when are you pussies ready to hear this joke? Like, but it's our. Unless it's directly affecting. And even if it's directly affecting you, it's like your brain will still shoot out a joke. Right. A beautiful, a big, beautiful joke. Um, If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? Go. I'm pretty direct. I'll say that. Um, But has there been anything you haven't? You've avoided, like not avoided, but you haven't, you haven't been in a position to say to somebody that you would like to? No, well, I mean, I've got um, too many vengeance ones <laughs> to count. I've got too much vengeance. We don't have, you'd need a second Lady podcast. Lady vengeance over here, yeah. Uh, that, so I, you can't, I don't even include that. This seems more like n- not having, in some, here's, here's the, here's, Thinking about this question earlier, I was like, I would want to tell people that they were wrong about me, <laughs> but it's like everyone, you know what I mean? But to, at which point you go, are you sure they were wrong? Right. <laughs> so I have all this shit where I could, I could go like, you should have, I don't know, man. I don't, uh, maybe not. Yeah. But there's nobody that, that. I don't, it's it's also worthwhile. Is it worth telling so and so that he hurt my feelings? Mm. You know. Yeah. It, for what? And then it's like, just so you know, look, I have some, I have some news. First news is Neil died. Right. Second news is you really disappointed him. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what? There's nothing positive that I haven't said to people. Yeah, I thought about this question and I was like, well, there's one or there's a few family members that I have bones to pick. But I feel like if I'm dying, uh, yeah, if you're it, I think it should be positive, positive communication only. I agree. And I, what I wrote was negative. I'm like, no, I didn't like write it. But every bone I had to pick was a negative thing of someone who's done something towards me it was wrong to me and yeah and then when i think about it if you're dying just fucking focus on the bad focus focus on, on the axe get the axe and keep grinding to the last i want my last 
motion on earth to be grinding my axe. <laughs> yeah, so just uh, positive, positive things. Yeah, and do you feel like there are a lot of positive things you haven't said to people? No. Yeah, I, like I don't saying, either. I like not, saying positive things. Yeah, me too. I think it's, I think you like have to. Yeah, you can be generous with that. Especially in a thing that's, I, I always try to be positive to people in showbiz. Mm, like yeah. if I like something, I like get the person's Say, number. Hey, great hey, job. It's blank, blank. And I literally make them guess who blank is and what I'm, what blank has to say. Number 34. So me and Bianca are two, two. Cool guys. Too great to, to be negative, but you want to go negative, but it's not like tell my mama. <laughs> she knows. They all know. Your house containing everything you own catches fire yeah, after house. saving your loved ones and pets. You have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? Um, I, This was hard, but I think there's one photo, the only photo of my mom and my dad together. Not that that matters. It's just a really cool photo. It's very 80s. Did so. you, have you taken a, have you gotten it digitized? No, it's one of those 80s like, um, Olin Mills. Sure. And it's like uh canvassy and yeah. it's like my dad profile yeah, and my yeah. mom's, mom's in his with the dissolve. thoughts. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. It's a classic. It's so amazing. And the wood, it's just a really nice frame, solid wood. So I would I would say that. Well, what I would say is tonight take a picture of it with your phone. Right. No, I have one. Okay. But I would like to get it digitally. I just I don't want to undo it. Yeah, I mean, because it is in a, it's in like a solid. The original. Yeah, it's in a solid. I this might be crazy. You might be able to improve on that Olin Mills frame. Again, it's tight. Pie in the sky. It's pretty tight. It's pretty it's, tight. All right. It adds to everything. It's part of the like dissolve in the head. Yeah. And a modern frame would look weird. Okay. We'll see. Um, you know, they up in Palo Alto, they have a garbage day. You could probably find a Santa Clara Santa motherfucker. Clara motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I don't, this thing is my computer. I mean, I don't, my computer, my passport. You don't got a cloud? Very, no, but How that's the Keith? thing. How about Keith? No, oh, what okay, he, okay, I got um, What about your photo of Obama? I got I got digis. Okay. How about your my Bowflex? Good. I was going to say one. Bowflex. Good call. Yes. <laughs> I wheel it out because I can do it cuz I'm strong enough. Uh, cuz I've been working with a Bowflex. Isn't there I feel like you have some nice commemorative things. Isn't there one you cherish? I've got to say I'm not that big on commemorative items. I you have find, a million in your house. Uh, yes, but I don't that's uh that's a fake out. <laughs> I do that to get you <laughs> yeah, off my scent. Yeah. Um, a lot going on. I don't like I don't with my two thousand four BET award, I, I don't care like I, I don't none of it means or my writer's shrimp, guild award. Your shrimp? My shrimp is funny. Like yeah, the shrimp I would get. I'd get this set. You better will where are <laughs> I'd you? I get our set and uh, but there's not that much. Even when people lock their door, I'm kind of like, how much are TVs worth? $150? Real, come on. Stop. What are TVs worth now? A used no. TV? You don't want someone in your 60 house. 60 inches. $150. I saw an ad from Best Buy that said, come pick it up. It's yours. 
You don't even got to pay. <laughs> they got so many TVs. Is that their new slogan? Um, that's so Come much. Pick it up. Uh, they, yeah, so I guess uh, my passport, I can't really think passport. of anything that I would that. want. Like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any items that are irreplaceable. And the re, I don't, like, when I, my, if I have, like, a trophy or something, I have a, a, a prop, prop from the goods, 2009 car movie car picture you're gonna give it to Will? i have like a prop arm that everybody signed i just it doesn't it either feels braggy or unnecessary so you'd Trophies, be fine with this whole three four story light it thing. on fire right now I'll keep i'll i won't break eye contact <laughs> i just don't <laughs> i don't know bum? like i no. there's nothing that i would absolutely your soda stream well but i can get a new one there's nothing that i can't get a new one of and the trophies I never think about. Okay, like, how about the, okay so now it's because I want you to play the game. You can't replace anything. You can only replace like a very small amount of stuff. Okay. <laughs> Stumped him. Uh, Let's say like computer yeah. phone. No, I, yeah, I figured that. Soda stream. I'm going so to stream. I'm going so to stream. I knew it. I'm falling like, in love I with need him. It. I need this water so bad. <laughs> Bubbly water makes you burp. And it's he loves hilarious. the burbs. Oh, it's so great. Loves the side burps. Um, of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing? It's just like this. Qu- it gets <laughs> dark at the end. Disturbing. Um, isn't all death disturbing? Uh, whose would I find most? Di- well, all right, I'll play it again. Come on, play the game. Which is how your dad died. So my dad died too. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but less so, somehow. Um, <laughs> he was already your dead. Your dad like... died more. Um, who? You ever wonder, like, how am I going to react if such and such dies? Yeah, I try not to think about that, but yeah. I think about it all the time. <laughs> Any free moment I have. Um, that's a good, it's a worthwhile... Uh, like how okay let's talk about let's say our mom's died no i would cry were i to cry it would be for the limitations of her life Mm. do you know what i mean and that's now over yeah for sure and there's a line in the in the movie um Affliction, which is the greatest drunk drinking addiction um, codependence movie ever. And uh, there's a line where woman says, she's talking about a woman who's married to an alcoholic. She goes, people like her go through life with the sound off, Mm. which is like, by the way, speaking of the sound off, if you watched uh, Sound of Metal, the new fucking, I, I started crying. There's a point where he's he starts yeah. losing his hearing, and it was I know I saw terrifying. It. it was scary. Yeah, it gave me anxiety to watch. Yeah, it's really scary. I was like, fuck, um, fuck, 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 so, fuck. Uh, the, I would cry. That's why I think I would cry. Is for, and again, maybe she to her that's not no for her. She's like, I'm yeah. old. I did a good look yeah. at my kids. Yeah, look at my life. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I think I think my mom's death I I don't think it's close would upset me the most, um, and I would think that would be true for everybody. 
in yeah, my family. I guess for me, it would or in be, any family, really. For sure, I'd be very upset. Obviously, my mom, but I guess my little sister because I don't know. Yeah, I don't have any little. I don't have any younger. Yeah, so. younger. It's like you're not supposed to die. Yeah. Before me. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, my niece and nephews. Um, there's something just uh, uh if it happens re- re- i'm absurdly unfair yeah that's when a young person dies it's like boy this is fucking uh, as a guy who's been falsely convicted of murder twice in past lives this is not fair <laughs> dude kevin nealon has a fucking hilarious jokes has a hilarious joke <laughs> i i'm gonna butcher but he's something like you know at the morgue you hate to see some like an adult with braces i don't it's very <laughs> it's Kevin so, fucking he's, so funny he's and so it's all funny. you couldn't predict what he was gonna what the joke was gonna be about <laughs> you can never or that one he does that whole thing where the audience basically fills in the blank for yeah half the joke yeah he's like hey who's telling the jokes here yeah, <laughs> yeah. so he just has a likable he's just a lot of charisma you know that like yes, that but it's like sneaky really sneaky because he's people, not he's like the lead on a matt leblanc show it's sneaky it's almost he's like the, one of the only sorry the only no, guys who's hosted weekend update that you forget it's true. hosted it and is and was good at it it's because he's almost like the the someone pulling a coin out of your ear yeah and you're like ah that's so yeah. funny that's his humor is very yes fun like Surprises. You know what else? Hit my, his problem is he's not 28. <laughs> it really helps in comedy to be 28. Okay, but everyone re like got reintroduced to him on Weeds. Then right. he had a whole no, new... no, no, of course, no. I'm not saying he doesn't. He's got, he's got. No, a great I'm group. saying I think if you, he doesn't have once if he got a project that was a primetime project. I think he'd be re. Everybody would where you fall in love with him, you know? Yeah, but the that's where the age thing comes in because it's like Matt LeBlanc's 50-something too, but um, but he was Joey, so yeah, no, rules don't apply. Yeah, really rules uh, don't apply. Uh, uh, <laughs> Neilan has some of the best single jokes. Mm. He has the best Caitlyn Jenner joke I've ever heard, which is <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Caitlyn... Uh, he's like, I saw Caitlyn and, and I knew Bruce... Before he died, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious and true because he used to play golf with Bruce Jenner. Right. And it's like, yeah, before he died, that's what happened to him. <laughs> he died. Um, <laughs> Bruce did die. Caitlin gets to live in his house and have keep all his money. Um, <laughs> share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how she <laughs> might okay. be able to handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling. About the problem you have chosen. Uh, oh, Bianca, honey. Can you why start? Why are you doing this? Why? Um, uh, problem. Well, the, the, the problem, the book writing is still a problem. What book writing? I talked about writing a book last yeah, week. Yeah. So what's the problem? Well, what's just, the problem, honey? I can't write a snitch book. Yeah. But as I said earlier, I have a unique experience on earth. Okay. But I don't know how to write about it without without naming, without 
talking a lot about. Not Dave would be the only person I talk a lot about, and it's a it would just be it's all it's a lot of it's private. So I just think it's I just can't do it. How am I supposed to help you with that? Tell me what to do. <laughs> what would you do? Write a children's book and make an alias for everybody. But right. just tell everyone that, like, look, the most famous people in the world, their characters in the book, then everyone will buy that book and try I to know, figure out. I know, but again, I don't want to play that game of, like, ooh, I have access to these people. Like, I, well, that's, Neil, what do you want? What, then don't I write do, the book. I want, I can't. I know. You can't. I can't write it. It's a shame. It's a shame. Um, uh, that was a, that was a tricky. Well, that's the, the like the only problem I have. That mm, is like. Mm. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm you got other problems for I'm me? I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, oh, mine was gonna be okay. Mine is a. So, I'm I'm gonna ask a dating advice because mm. everyone else asks us dating advice, mm-hmm. and I never ask you. So. I always end up in the same situations, right? Meet a guy. He's a little overly anxious at the beginning. Um, I counter that with massive amounts of support and emotional generosity. They take At the it, beginning, what are they? A bit like of an anxious attacher. Okay. They're like desperate. A Not desperate, but like, like just a uh, very... Metabolism often. Yeah. Text, like text, text, they got to eat. They got to eat a lot. But not so obnoxious, but I don't know if they're hiding it, but it eventually, it's like a lot of emotions, a lot of emotions. Um, and then I, if I like them enough, I will counter it with support, emotional generosity, reassurance. It's all good. You might scare me away though. So chill. And then it becomes kind of a, it becomes, you know, a stereotype in our relationship where I am the giving one. I'm emotionally, I can be very emotionally supportive. And they end up always taking it for granted. And um, somehow I become the ugly fat chick. Not like they don't treat me right, but the way they take my niceness for granted is so weird. Because it's like, you're kind of fucked up. Right. I'm being really great for you. Yeah. And I'm actually going without a lot of nice things in relationships, which is having a little bit, like a little yeah. bit of return on my infe- investment. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then I bounce somehow. It just, or it, it ends or they break up, whatever. Um, Always in like an emotional tailspin that they're going through. Mm-hmm. And then- I'm not going to say they always regret it. I don't know. But it always is like trying to get back. And it just is like this cycle. And I'm like, you know, first couple of times it was them. Now I'm like, I think it might be me. I don't know why I, like, am I over extending myself emotionally at the beginning too much? Like you're, to me, you're establishing the rules of engagement. And once you've established the rules, those are the rules. Mm. I find people, the amount of intimacy because of sex that two strangers like find themselves in. Like you wouldn't be like this with a woman or a guy if someone paid you to be like this. 
Like you, the same a person you're not sexually attracted to or getting sexual gratification from, you wouldn't you deal wouldn't with fucking any deal of this with shit. any of this shit. Yeah. So I don't think that's how people should behave, but I think people should maybe think about behaving like that a little bit. In behaving that case, like, like how would I treat a, a new female friend who was acting like this? You'd be like, like uh, "Bye, you got issues." Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, look. Uh, yeah, so I think you've got to, you've got just treat it. Throw some of that in the in the Barbie. <laughs> Let's throw another boundary yeah. on yeah. the Barbie. Yeah, for real. Like just throw a throw 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 about just a little bit of realism of like yeah. what? Like not nah, doing that? Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. And and. And the thing that you, as much as we joke about red flags being attractive, I think they are. I know. I was thinking about that. Cause I was just like, fuck, they actually aren't. They all give me very a lot of anxiety. But I've been single for so long. Like, I only started doing more serious relationships not that long ago. But compared to everybody else. A long ago, but not that long ago compared to everybody else. Like, people have long-term relationships in their like early twenties, you know, I avoided that. Um, so I think for a while I just was like, is this what people do? I guess this is how to be a good girlfriend is to be cool when someone's freaking out and be nice and kind and try to help them through it. Now I realize there's a lot of energy suckers out there. There's a lot of, people who will cling on to you for dear life but also suck your energy and also call you manipulative like all this bullshit right so now i'm a little when a red flag comes like i get a little hot under the collar just like they're never not what you think they are that's not gonna go away one of the problems is you have to nip shit in the bud you have to date someone for a week and then basically say i don't want to date you because you're fucking weird (laughs) you have to figure out a different way to say it but that's what and in some ways it's almost dispiriting if as a person where you're like i'm just fucking writing people off left and right yeah but meanwhile you gotta write them off there's no other the the op there it's two bad options yeah either they are uncomfortable and upset or you are fucking in a silent hostage situation Mm mm-hmm yeah. yeah. Uh it's it's just a waste of time. Yeah. It's unfortunately it's like, oh no, that's a waste of time. Yeah. It would I'd get my pussy ate from the back, everything. <laughs> all but, the things. But all your stuff. You uh, know your stuff. Uh but you just would it's just not worth the trouble. It's it there's a thing in LA where when projects are going when like you got a movie that got right. greenlit, that's people treat you like you've got yeah. some magic. You're you've got some. You're a warlock, right? But that people will agree to projects because they just want to be on a boat that leaves the harbor. Mm-hmm. And they so want the you want the thing of like I'm a viable person and I'm on a boat. So as p- dating people, you want to go. I'm on a boat that's leaving the harbor, but they all most of them sink. <laughs> So it's like, just don't get on a boat. Yeah. You seem weird, but pick 
or yeah, either get on boats and bring a fucking life jacket because they're all going to sink or just don't don't get on boats or just be selective about what boats you get on. Uh, yeah, that's the weird thing. It's like there's even times when I've been extremely selective and it's like, oh, it's sinking. No. Yeah, it's even the ones that you don't sinking? think are going to sink are How sinking. are you fucking mental? How did I not see how mental you were? Yeah, I know a girl who dated like, who's uh... dated like the worst guys in LA. <laughs> like literally, I used to say like you only date villains, huh? <laughs> and she like she's like I tried to make a turnover in your life and and I was dating the guy and then I found out or I realized that he was like a a pathological liar and i just cut bait and left and the fact that i could even do that was a big deal but there are that we don't have it's hard to know what people are like and yeah, if you once you realize you yeah, can't you gotta, bargain you with can't. them that's what they're like there's not it ain't it's immutable it's not gonna change um if it does it's through no effort of yours it's an accident um so just you just got it like nope sorry good advice nope. no i know and that's the thing i used to i talked about on here before it's like being able to discern what someone's probably like yeah. and your suspicion and you're like look and then once you've already slept with them that's where it's damn near impossible yeah it's damn near impossible to get out of that <laughs> without feeling like an asshole an asshole and they're very hurt yeah very deeply extremely hurt that's why in this weird twisted way some like in a weird not like a machiavellian way but i don't mind being broken up with i haven't minded being broken up with it even when i act it takes I'm just the, like takes the it takes the it's ways there's no guilt no there's just none you're just like oh what's that i'm bad well i'm not no good okay yeah that great you can just move on a lot easier probably it's like i mean it's like you're you you don't uh there's no upkeep you don't have to worry about them can we just meet they never want to just meet if they break up with you they don't ever want to see you again as a matter of fact no that's not true but yeah well, guys want to keep the lines so, so they can sleep with you. I mean, there has been over overreaches outside of trying to fuck. I'm just like, dude, what? <laughs> What's happening? Right. Anyways, well, you know, people are weird. Yeah, you just have to. You have to assume that it's not going to work. No. No. I yes, mean, you have to. With you. you have to just agree like, with you. Well, the that's why it's the thing of like, will I find love? I hope so, but mm. it's just getting to the point where I'm like, statistically, this seems <laughs> seems pretty hard. I'm getting weirder, right? <laughs> I'm only he, getting weirder. He's getting more work she- worksheets. Yeah, <laughs> I've got schedules. I've got magnets. Um, uh. I'm getting weirder. And women are getting more independence. This can't be good. No. I mean, honestly, I think the more independent women, I, I women's expectations are getting higher, and my exp, and I'm getting more peculiar. So it's like, what are the fucking odds this right. is going to work? Where I'm, 
not even like I want something crazy, but just it's a miracle. Anytime I've been in love with somebody, that's the, my takeaway. It's like this is a fucking we miracle. Made it. I don't know how this happened, but it's a it's a blessed miracle. <laughs> um. So, but I wish that for you guys on because it's Valentine's Day. No, it's not. It's December. Um. Again. Okay. We're in love. We're in love. We Leave did us it. alone. Privacy at this time. He's taken ladies. We fell ladies. in love. Um, guy, goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. We don't have to take the shit. We don't have to take the shit.